You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Shalina A.K. Shaw from Shall We Talk. Thank you for joining me today. I'm on Hayes Radio for the first time, so this is super exciting. Episode 33 for me, my podcast. Absolutely, and thank you for uh, chilling with us and uh, joining us here on the network. Thank you. Shall we talk? Yes. And we did a little bit of talking. (laughs) How's your day going? It's good. It still feels so early, but it's not. And you were figuring today a great topic was... The California California Psychedelic Psychedelics Decriminalization Bill. And uh, that's pretty interesting because, I mean, that's uh, very forward-thinking. Uh, are, are, is Colorado... Is there other states? I don't know of Colorado. I know that Oregon has. Oh, yeah, Oregon for sure. Um, Washington, D.C. Ooh, another one. Um, and then... I did read, I was kind of looking today, there was, I think, a couple more places. Oh, and, like, there have been places in California that have decriminalized. Oh, wait, so break that down. What do you mean there's some places? So let me look this up. By the way, this is no legal advice. This is just legislation information about the psychedelic movement because I think people are not. Well, people are actually talking about it, and I don't know if you saw my story about how Kevin O'Leary is investing. Oh, I read something about it. I didn't see it on your story, but I saw something about Kevin O'Leary, blah, 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 blah. I, it's something I knew was either cannabis or psychedelics, but yeah, he seems to be very big on it. He bet, and I thought it was just recently because I saw the post was recently, but it was actually back in November he did this. Yeah. Well, he was talking about yeah. investing in yeah. companies. So apparently yeah. it was like MindMed, and I tried to look them up. I couldn't really find much. And then um, the other one, I forgot the other one was. Anyway, so it basically will decriminalize several different psychedelics. Tell me which ones. Um, psilocybin. Mushies. Yeah, psilocin. I don't know if I'm going to say these right. That's I'm fine. Just like but what, the, what is psilocin? So, well, it's. I think it's one of the compounds of, the of mushroom. mushrooms. Okay, very interesting. And right. I think psilocybin mm-hmm. has higher. It's like this. It's like THC. Sure, I got you. Mini Maybe version. psilocin is like CBD. <laughs> I don't know. I have to look that up. <laughs> Tiny version. I probably have to what look. other things did they say on that? Um, I'm curious. And then DMT. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Really? They're yes. gonna have, that's pretty wild that they're going to actually decriminalize or make it where people can just have it. Well. Ooh, that is dope. That's is, fucking wild. What else is it saying there? Um, Ibogaine. Say it again. Ibogaine. Some of these I, I've never I, even I heard of. Yeah, but I'm just interested. Um, mescaline. Oh, my God. Stop. What? What is that? Really? They're going to make mescaline part of the list? This is fucking what is that? dope. Mescaline is a, is a part um, of the cactus, I believe, the cactus plant. And it's a certain node that's formed. Uh, let's do a little go- Google. I'm going to look up right now. Look up the Google. Okay, so hallucinogenic and intoxicating compound present in mescal buttons from the peyote cactus. Peyote, yeah, from peyote. Well, it was kind of interesting because yeah. I was kind of reading the, regula- the legislation and it was saying something along the lines of anything about the peyote plant, they're going to respect and they're not going to... How wild is touch. that? Yeah, I don't what know. What else is on the list? Let me read the whole thing. 
Let me just actually wow. Mescaline, bubba 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 bubba. Wow, that's fucking wild. There's a couple. Let me see. Well, the list that I have was, and then LSD. No. Ketamine, what? Ketamine and, Stop. and MDMA. Stop. Stop. Come on. Well, I have heard. So you're telling me that all of these things, and when is this thing going to, this is so up for. So this is, this is just a legis, this is not like a law or bill. This is not like, they're still working on it. It was amended in the Senate on April 15th. But it was amended including all these things. Whatever's on here. Yeah. It's on there. And there's a couple of things that like. Damn. So another thing, do you know what, what social sharing is? Fuck is, wow. What is social sharing? So that was a new term that I heard on, that I saw in the legislation. And basically it means that anybody that's 21 and over could socially share with another 21 <coughs> and older person for purposes of group counseling, spiritual guidance, community-based healing or related services. That's so wild. And then- How wild is that? Well, so- That is just beyond wild. Another thing that, why like Kevin O'Leary was investing in these companies was that he was saying like, you know, and it wasn't just him, like obviously research has shown that psilocybin can treat, you know, anxiety, depression, PTSD, substance abuse order. And sure. <clears throat> I think the way that it's going to be implemented is through like psychotherapy because that's how I think other places are doing it. I think that's how organs do oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, look. So MDMA originally in the 70s mm-hmm. was a psychiatrist gave it to couples. Now couples started getting all freaky and getting wild and loving it too much and mm-hmm. then started getting addicted to it. And then it became a fad to get it out to everybody else and stuff. And then they made it illegal again. But it was legal. It was prescribed Wait, to what people. Year was this? So now it's going full circle. What year? Uh, when MDMA was legal, it was probably in the seventies. But take take a Google Googling um, and uh, and type in you know what was when was MDMA legal in the United States. Okay. 1985. Wait. Yeah, see? That's a, that's... Yeah, it was the My 80s. brother was born that yeah, year. Like, yeah, that's no, not, no, like... No, yeah, no, it was in the 80s. Yeah, it was in the 80s because that's when it was fucking... I was, like, literally, I was in fucking... Wow. Uh, junior high school. And in the 90s, when I was in college and stuff... Molly's and E and everything first. I, I was literally like around that era of when it first came out. I've heard like in the 80s that like it was so common to do cocaine. Uh, it was so common. Oh, yeah. That, oh, like, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. They say like over time it's become. Well, that's another thing. In Oregon, cocaine and I think heroin in small amounts is. Is also legal. Legal. There. I think. but so, so very wild. And. When do you think this thing in California might go through? Honestly, and, okay, and that's the thing, because it's California, and because we've already legalized cannabis, and we've been the and forefront. I mean, and this and that, like, yeah. this is a fucking wild ass in this, everything, that, that's just, woo. 
That's crazy. Wait, what is? That they have a fucking bill or something that they're putting in California saying, like, it's cool. You can socially and spiritually. Not yet. Uh, not. No, but I'm saying when it does. When it does, right. It'll be like, yeah, well, let's meet, meet up for a little uh, MDMA or mushroom <laughs> spiritual thing. Yeah, me, me and my 20 homies. <laughs> well, so the first state is Oregon, and I think that's... I think Colorado, I read some. I, I thought there was this something. This was in February 1st. Put, put is Colorado. I don't think I. Just, just type in like what Colorado and psychedelic or Colorado and mushrooms or whatever you want to type in. Let's see what's, let's see what's up. Um, as of, okay, let me read this. <clears throat> As of March 1st, 2020, it is no longer Colorado. I'm reading from... Yeah, I remember Colorado. See. I remember that shit. Uh, to possess up to four grams of such narcotics as yeah. meth, cocaine, ecstasy, or heroin. See? So then it's... Oh, I thought mushy's on it's there, It's no too. longer considered a felony, though. Oh. But it, that doesn't mean... What about the mush? Is it on there? I, it doesn't say. Yeah, it doesn't say the mush. Type in... Well, I think it's really interesting that those harder drugs... You know? Yeah. That's what I'm... It's well, it's also because they don't want to have to, like, arrest and, and drag so many people in fucking jail or something small like that. So if they make it at least that, then there's taking away a good percentage of, like, people that's a waste of time and ways to, like, fill up fucking jails and courts and everything. Do you think that maybe because of COVID, they're just speeding things up? They're kind of like, oh, well, why do these people, you know, if they're in here, let's try to, like lessen the population in the prisons and jails possibly because they were letting a lot of people out of the jails from covid yeah and like a drug crime is not i mean well it could be associated with the being a violent crime but, but those, maybe those like those were a lesser. lot of people that were released though were the ones that they realized were bullshit stuff. but like the smaller ones yeah so like yeah in for this instance like heroin all that it's in small amounts it's not like exactly. you can have large amounts no of, no no right no. it's in small you know, just like in yeah. cannabis, it's like, you know, you can only have up to like a certain amount on you. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're not talking about like Godfather levels. <laughs> <laughs> Godfather. I never have seen that movie. Really? I mean, it's like the first like 30 minutes, <laughs> like the up at, like the wedding and all it, that. It's, you know, it's definitely old school movies are fun yeah. to watch just to kind of watch it. You right. Know? I liked yeah. I liked a lot of those kind of old school wild mafia movies and shit. I just can't remember them offhand. So let's so what so how does it go like this? They well, wrote this in. It's in a draft. Like how do these things so, usually work? Do they have to have somebody pass it, or they finally decide say, "Oh, this shit seems good. I think we drafted a good." Boom. I don't. Activated. You know, it's I can't even answer that. You don't know because it's like. I feel like there's so much sometimes like other things that go on behind the scene that we don't really know about. And for example, like just in terms of politics. Okay. So, you know, there's a lot of things at play, like we don't really know. So yeah. like, but I think it's like, I mean, I don't know if you heard about like the more act, which is, yeah, I remember that the more it was supposed to be to legalize cannabis. Well, It was something about the criminal felonies. Oh, yeah, where there'd be the expungement. Yeah, and, like, 
a senator, a couple of them were like, I think right after they legal or they voted for it, they like invested in cannabis companies. Oh, a bunch of people did. Oh, but like senators and like that, oh, that doesn't that seem a little bit. No, no, hell no, because they're lobbying this. They fucking know what's up. They see the money coming. Uh, are you kidding me? And they're and that's just all lobbying. Like they're accepting money from cannabis lobbyists now. But it's just like. Oh, dude, come on. You know, like Senator Rohrbach, you know, Bacher or whatever, he's like a easy G. He was like fucking did all these things to protect California patient rights to not be affected by the federal government because of his thing. Like a lot of the feds couldn't really come in and fuck with California. I mean, there's a lot of people in government, especially in recreational states, Colorado's making fucking billions of dollars of revenue, right. which relates to billions of dollars that the government gets in revenue from all these other states that were almost bankrupt. Like, I think Colorado was, like, on the verge of fucking collapse <laughs> as a state economy. Currently? Yeah. No, it was. Oh, before, it was before legalization. To, yeah, prior to legalization. Right, right, right. I think it was actually the part of the reason why it was the final push of it happening. Got it. Was a and lot now, of these, now it's helped tremendously. Schools got no budgets. Canceling fucking this. Canceling art class. Canceling extra music shit. Canceling blah, blah, blah. Towns, cops not having new fucking this. Blah, 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 this and that. What happens? Boom billions of dollars all you hear about is these all these counties where they fucking they've gotten so much money the schools paving roads new cars this that where do you think all that fucking money came from because the farmers are legitimately going and paying their money but bringing it in cash you know but that's still going into the county and they're still getting money and those crops are going down and those people what are they doing going to buy a car for cash, <laughs> going to buy this and that, and they're spending money and they're fucking having like a pretty good life in, in essence, you know? So that whole life starts rolling and becomes a way of life. Yeah. Well, to switch a little gear on that. Uh-huh. Talking about psilocybin that I was going to mention earlier was how it can help with mental illnesses. Absolutely. And I don't feel like the legislation is talking about that enough. Well, I think if they allow mushrooms into the thing, then doctors are going to be able to, like, do studies and, like... Well, they already are doing yeah, studies. Yeah, But, like, I don't feel like they're talking... I mean, yeah, they're talking about and social And I think sharing, microdosing but- is a pretty whole dope, you know, concept, which wasn't very, like, talked about in the past few years, the past few years, everyone's like, I microdose, I microdose. Right. Like, you would never hear people saying, like, 10 years ago, I microdose. I'd be like, you doing acid? What the <laughs> fuck are you doing microdose? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you know, whether they're microdosing some weed, whether they're microdosing some Microdose wasn't even a word. No, it think. wasn't. No, it wasn't. I don't remember anyone saying that word it until. It wasn't, but now it's like <laughs> everyone's like, oh, I, I microdose. I microdose. And that means like I take... I dabble. Yeah. I take a sliver of mushroom to get the tiny buzz. You can do the same with cannabis, apparently. Of course you can. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but no, I think that's why like... But like I also think that it's going to help with even our criminal system. Because I'm like realizing 
you know, these facilities, they like, they give people obviously big pharma prescription pills. Absolutely. And I, I think that actually makes situations worse for people. I think that people become too reliant on these pills and that's why they don't think when they're making these decisions, you know? Well, I mean, obviously they have their illnesses, but these, pers- these pills, although they may help in the short term, in the long term, I feel like there's a lot more detrimental. Well, I mean, again, you know, you're talking about different things. If you use opioids, you know, and the people that are all addicted to, you know, Roxy's and Oxycontin and everything like that is because once you take it, when you're taking it again, once you're addicted to it, it's not like you're taking it because you're like, oh, I love the high. Oh, my God. I mean, for the well, most part. Well, some it's people. That. I mean, some people is, is that, but a lot of people, it's. <clears throat> the withdrawal symptoms of like feeling so sick in this and that in your body, unless you take it, you become dependent on taking it just so you could essentially feel normal. And that's what happens to most people. They get caught up into those type of things that are opioids, you know what I mean? So they're so addicted that your body got so addicted to it that it almost, you get sick, literally without because you need it so bad but then to supplement that you keep you, taking it no but can't you take well people are now taking cannabis can, and, yes people and, but are, then can shrooms help with that um you know i think that there's all these different psychological benefits and things that could happen where it is but i don't think i know it can with cannabis because a lot of people like moved on to cannabis and have quit well, there's like a lot of a lot of states that want recreational opioid addiction went down by like 30 percent i did yeah you know what i'm saying so so psilocybin though i don't i don't know how much study see the economists do a lot of studies with cannabis because it went wreck and you know became popular and there's more doctors doing it more people learning about it and more people testing it who are on heroin or other drugs as a way to get off of it Um, mushrooms isn't legalized enough to really know that that's possible. Maybe there's some theories behind it, but there isn't any like really true. Well, they've been doing research. Well, for depression, but the fact that it would get you off of an opioid addiction is different. So when they do these experiments or they test it out on people, who are they going to test it out on? I feel like. Well, this is the thing. There's always going to be, once things get more legitimate and people are allowed to do it, you have test study groups, people experiment, people learn, people hang out in groups, you know, people will have similar experiences or not. They'll talk about it, write about it, blog about it, journal it, do whatever, and it spreads. You know what I mean? Right. But I feel like more, I think that the way, just like in cannabis, it's going to be through medical but I feel like they need to emphasize that more. And again, doctors are going to be start using it with their patients. Yeah. And I'm not even just like, like even, I mean, psychotherapists, like psychiatrists, oh, yeah, sure. stuff like that. For sure. Psychotherapists, psychiatrists, whatever. Licensed. Yeah. Doctor. It's just, I think it's just fucking interesting about how they want to make all those other things decriminalized because it's just very interesting. You know, what uh, is your, do you think that that's going to get out of control? Um, 
No, I just think it's just showing that we're starting to live like in a world and an age where even government is accepting things like that. So it just kind of shows you that there's a a shift. Mm -hmm. The world is shifting. <laughs> right. Well, apparently, and then when I've talked to certain people and I'll have conversations like, you know, at a time, like you were saying, like MDMA was once legal, right? Yeah. So they're saying like all these other drugs were once legal. I mean, they must have been without any like social order. Well, they were prescribed by doctors to heal and help, you know, various conditions. It's when the people who got it started taking things in excess and going beyond it, it's medical purpose. You but understand? Also, to then it's more pleasurable purpose. Right. But I do also think that governments, not just in America, but other governments are all, be they benefit off of the war on drugs in some capacity. Uh, I mean, any wars. Right. <laughs> is. <laughs> but know. they are benefiting off of, off of the, the drug trade and the cartels. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, everything you see, all these things, it's a, it's a crazy circle. <laughs> so when that demand starts to go down. Well, then they shift. Well, what or, are they going to, so say that heroin, for example, or whatever these harder drugs. I mean, look, this is the thing is, even though they decriminalize it, like you said, there's always going to be what's considered personal use and the people that are making profit off of it. This helps the average person who just is partying, going out with their friends, uh, yeah. having a little bit of shit on them. Right. And they get to have fun and not feel that fear like, oh, fuck, what if I get pulled <laughs> over and caught with this little bit of coke in my thing? Or, oh, shit, I go through the club and I forgot that in my pocket. Oh, my God, I'm fucked. Or I just walked through the airport with that shit on me, oh my God, I could get a felony. So, and be put in jail. So like, at least that covers a large majority of the population of America that really just goes out and parties and gets to use a little bit and like, right, you know, and then also the fact that that government says that and more majority of people will feel comfortable doing that, then, you know, my parents would have never been cool with all of you know, like, all, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so not even so, with it but that's because their government made them or, you know, was in the form of telling them that that was wrong. Wait, who, who? Government and being, making these things illegal. Okay. Like, especially when it's our parents, you know, age mm -hmm. and things like that. They've been programmed to know that world. Right. We're living in a world where they're allowing it. So younger people and things like, and if you ever had kids, would probably never know what it was like for cannabis ever not to be legal. Right. Just like we can't imagine what it was like that our parents or our grandparents were around when there wasn't alcohol in every bar in 7-Eleven. Like it was prohibition. Right. You feel me? Like we're going through that, you know, that time of alcohol, we're going through that with cannabis. Right. And spiraling, allowing all these other drugs too, which the, in the 70s, the hippies and everybody literally went so wild 
with having free access to all of it right. and all being illegal that they overdid it. Wait, so you're saying it was, well... At a time, all those, a lot of those things were legal. Interesting. And even marijuana was legal for three, three well, years. Well, how come that's not talked about more? It was, remember, because if you look at, say, what were the years marijuana was legal for three years? I think it was 1967 uh, to 69 or something like that, right? Say, was cannabis legal? Like in, in America? Yeah. Was cannabis legal in the 60s? Just type that in. I never ask like questions <laughs> to, to Google, but I'm doing that. Um, yeah. Legal history, okay. Well, criminalization happened. Let's see. Mm. I don't know if it was that. Let's see. Like, was cannabis? Legal for wasn't it with the Nixon era? Few years in the sixties. Sixties. Go. Boom. Let's see. I mean, if you think about it, there wasn't like an issue with drugs and also without I have to I mean, figure it out, but either way, there was a small time frame where it was actually legal. Yeah, it was crazy. I think people still hold to those. And then hemp was always legal, and then it became illegal, and then there were all these things that had to do with fighting it for even to be on clothes and lotions and all that shit. Right. I believe in the, in the 80s, it was you couldn't get it. It was illegal <laughs> in the 70s and 80s. Hemp? Yeah. That's very interesting. Oh, just because it's well, it even has in clothes point. or anything, not even smoking or growing it, it was illegal. Interesting. That's a very yeah, yeah. useful. Yeah, like you're like here, like when I never even like knew how hemp useful hemp was until recently. Made legal. It says oh, 2014. It was made in the when was hemp made legal? You know, in shirts. <clears throat> Says 2018, but it actually was like, when did the U.S.? Oh, here we go. How long has hemp been used in closing? Here we go. Oh, no, it says 10,000 years. Oh, here we go. Federal Policies Tightened by Control Substances Act of 1970. That was it. 1970. Vir yeah, virtually banned the production of industrial hemp. Interesting. For what reason, though? And then they said, what, 2018, it was made legal in the Farm Act. So it technically was illegal for fucking 48 years, almost 50 years. That's very interesting why they decide to legalized I, I even heard someone well, the reason why they legalized hemp was a lot because of Jack Herrera and all the all the thing the emperor of hemp who had people literally rallying in the streets in the 90s to legalize hemp because mm. he thought that would be the gateway of people realizing that this plant has benefits through there and then if you go from there 
maybe they'll accept cannabis. And that was something that Normal and Jack always got wild about and people in many documentaries would talk about how he was the crazy Michigan that fucking made hemp legal in the United States. I love that. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. that there's... It, it's crazy because it's like... What was what are the reasons that they decide? I mean, again, I know you say like. Well, the reason why all that stuff was was because of paper, the Hearst family, like a lot of various things, because the blacks and Mexicans were coming in from Louisiana, bringing in the marijuana. Right. And that was it was because of essentially paper and racism. That made right, and that made, made marijuana and hemp illegal. Right, and that's why. Our criminal system is essentially built off of slavery, racism. Uh huh. So, like, it does all play factors in it. Yeah, for sure. Crazy, right? I just feel like with this bill, because I was doing some research on it, and like, I just feel like, again, I think the mental illness that really. I don't feel like they're emphasizing it enough as they should be. And I think it's because I've like been at like jails now and I've seen like how mental, you know, health, sorry, mental health patients are. And like, I've seen like how this could really help possibly. Oh yeah, for sure. And I feel like, well, with, and then I also like, I, like I sometimes question, don't they use prisoners historically as people to, for these treatments, like to uh, test out these treatments? I, no, I think psychiatric facilities more than a jail. Psychiatric facilities. Okay, so like yeah, mental institutions. Yeah, mental but, but, institutions. But mental institutions could also, if you're deemed, you know, you've done a crime, you could also be in a mental institution. Yeah. A lot of people are in, the, in those situations. Right. So imprisoned one way or the other. Right. But... All of that research, I would tend to think, will all fall under psychological and psychiatric purposes Here. first. But then, so then, and then I've tried to do research on this and I, research on this, and I can't find like a definite answer. So then it's like, do these facilities are they? Is it up to them? Well, again, just like when they wrote the cannabis laws and tried to figure all that shit out, that's right. what's going to happen when after they do this, and it becomes more widely accepted then the next step is regulatory, always. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But first you gotta get to the finish line before you could start talking about what's really gonna go down. You yeah, know? I think it's just because I see the possibilities how psilocybin and psychedelics and all this could treat more so than even cannabis. That I think that it needs to be more- It's just different. It's different, but it also, I mean, I think that cannabis is like a lower- Well, no, because this is the thing, the, body has like CB1 and CB2 receptors. The human body has an endocannabinoid right. system. So the purpose of cannabis and all of its molecules is it can help fix, heal, cure, you know, Many, 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 many. You look at a CBD or a cannabinoid chart. All different things from you know bones to you know um, 
the same as aspirin, do the same as Xanax. This is that it has all these different right. benefits and things to the heart, to the lungs, to the to the brain, to this. I think mushrooms were are going to be more into the brain and psychological functions of your anatomy, let's say, mm -hmm. than what it would be now. I think that maybe like there could be things to the receptors, things that help the heart, things that help us up on different breeds of mushrooms. Oh, you're but saying that it, it affects the... Yeah, because everything you're tripping in this and mental right. and psychosis all has to do with the brain. So I think mushrooms I... generally will have the most purpose with things surrounding that where cannabis can heal and be part of many other things in the body. Right, and then I feel like also with like when you take an edible, for example, and then when you smoke it, for example, they produce two different types of Yeah, because pies. one's in the blood and one's going through the lungs and things like that. There's a different in the brain. Right, so when you're eating mushrooms, it goes through your stomach. So yeah, it's going to be absorbed differently than, well, not that you would smoke a mushroom, but like... I mean, well, I mean, you never know. <laughs> I never even <laughs> thought of that. I bet you people have done it or I tried mean, it. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, and, but again, it's just like with cannabis mushroom has lots of different genealogy so there right. isn't enough studies yet to really know what oh taking these genes might be more for this or this or maybe eating these mushrooms that aren't as psychedelic are great for back pain or inflammation or whatever like what I'm trying to say is that there could be all these wondrous things like you're saying about it but it hasn't been like legal enough or studied enough or been right. able to be where, because the penalties for doing that were right. way worse than bud. <laughs> right. Way worse than bud. As if you'd be going away for fucking life on a sheet. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. way different, you know? No, no, no. hundred percent. That's why, but it's so interesting because it is like made in a lab, you know, or like made in the indoor facility and you know, it just, it's, it is so crazy at how I didn't even know that. I thought like, oh, you just go outside, but like, no, you people no. like, but people like, yeah, they like, yeah, it's an indoor, and I, I think it's so fascinating. Oh how, yeah, you can grow them indoor and little kids. You can even do them at home. Like you can get the injections and the yeah. things. It's like, it's not hard to do. It's actually easier to grow mushrooms than it is to I've heard do that. cannabis. Way easier. It's like way, 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 way easier. And people are probably, I'm, I didn't read, I don't know if I saw that in the legislation, but I'm sure people would be able to grow their own. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just like anybody else, yeah. you know, six plants, is that, right. whatever. You'd probably be able to have up to a certain amount of dried mushrooms, right. you know. And with those little kits, you could easily, you know, you could buy a little kit, like a couple weeks later, boom, you got like a fucking quarter pound, you know, easily of fucking mushrooms and shit. Yeah. It's definitely going to be an industry because, I mean, I've, I keep seeing mushrooms everywhere, like mushroom coffee now. So, like, I, I know that it's definitely going to be an industry. Oh, I mean, everybody had mushroom tea to trip or... Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think coffee would just be the same as doing, like, a tea. I've never had it as coffee. But it's, it's more... It's become more prevalent in the uh, last... Oh, yeah, and chocolate, this, yeah. that. Yeah, no, everything Hasn't because been. of its, again, more leniency right. around the nation. You're going right. to see closet motherfuckers start coming out because they're like, oh, I can't get really in trouble for it. Oh, fuck, I'll try it then. Right. Because there's a lot of people that just were on the fence but didn't do it because it just wasn't legal. Right. I think, um, 
Well, I mean, decriminalization is going to be the first step. So I think that's going to happen probably because I know you asked me that. I would say probably in the next like, I want to say a year, maybe even less. Because I feel like if Oakland's already moved, Oregon's the first state already to done it. Sure. And like, we as we've seen in the past with cannabis, like once one state does it, everyone start kind of falls. And it's always the West Coast. Uh-huh. So like California is always going to like, fall on that line yeah i think washington probably will be next soon i mean california is the fifth biggest economy in the world and right. it's pretty fucking big so if they get forward thinking like that it's just going to be a very wild test mechanism i wonder because yeah. exactly it's going to just be decriminalized it's not going to be legal yeah so it's going to be oh just possession criminal yeah. it is in a sense legal if you have it within the decriminalized amounts no one's going to fuck with you right you're not going to get a ticket so it's essentially legal I don't know if I can 100% well, agree I mean, with that. I, well, you're an <laughs> you know, attorney. I think I'm from a different standpoint. I get to get Nothing is 100% until it's legal in that bill. Um, I don't got the good evidence. <laughs> you asked me some pot shit, I'll like, fucking take you down. You asked me about cannabis, I got you. Yeah. No, but it's, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. So this is like, you know, this is definitely forward thinking. So I'm glad that like we're having this conversation because a lot of people, again, just even cannabis in the last couple of years has been a struggle for people. But now that it's, it's rapidly it's, moving. It's been a struggle for a lot yeah. of people until like all these states the past few years. And when, when it was you know, deemed essential, I think that really changed people's mind, especially oh, being home. That was a huge one. Huge when, when one. <laughs> cannabis. Essential for you to sit <laughs> home and smoke some weed. That was when you started seeing the demographic really come out. So... I think now in the next like three to five years, we're going to see more and more, you know, shroom businesses. Absolutely. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. That's and, exciting. uh, what, well, what shall we be toking on today? Um, what weed am I smoking? What, yeah. What flavor? Um, well, it's actually a friend of mine's, uh, Dr. Doobie's. Oh, I like that name. Um, Black Winter Dr. strain. Dr. Doobie. Yeah, it's in my stage, my not stage, my stays fresh like container. I'm excited to go home and have some of that. Nice. And as we're wrapping up the show, you want to tell anybody uh, Instagram or how to reach you? My Instagram is shall we toke s h a l w e t o k e, and that's also s h a l w e t o k e dot com, and. That's like where my Instagram and all my social media stuff is. So you can follow me on there. <laughs> Hell yeah. And as we're wrapping it up, thank you guys for uh, listening to Hayes Radio. This is Shall We Toke. Look forward to some more episodes. Yes. And, uh, and it was the first one in the studio. Yes. So we got that one out of the way. Thank you for having me. Thank I'm you. I'm excited for the future. Hell yeah. Thank and you. on a happy note, let's go smoke. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.